This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown! No flags! Cowboys lead! Yes, Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone! How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas! Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys! Cowboy fans, how the hell are you? What a great day here it is in Cowboy Nation and hey... We got the job done. We got the job done, and I'm so pumped up here. We got Steve-O to the right of me, and we got a newcomer here that's going to be on the Cowboys show here, CowboysPodcast.com, and we got Peyton. Peyton, how the hell are you, babe? I'm doing pretty damn well. We won. We Go won. Boys. How about that? How about that? We're so damn pumped up here. Hey, Steve-O. I, I was a little concerned your start off there. You, you went, you know, Cowboy fans. I was waiting for the Cowboy Nation, the Jono Cowboy Nation. Well, I, I thought it was sauce- good enough. I thought it was good enough, Steve-O. <laughs> the sausage finger pointing to the you sky. son of a bitch. It's not a guy. Uh, does this look like a sausage finger, Steve-O? I mean, not Steve-O, but Peyton. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a... Uh- if Pay, I, I've lost 85 pounds. <laughs> Come on. I, listen, you have lost 85 pounds. By the way, you look fabulous. But here's the deal. Every time I drive over to the podcast studio, the lineup media, yo radio podcast studio, I always want to stop by Walgreens across the street and get some of those colonial bread hot dog buns. Because I see the sausage <laughs> fingers, man. I'm just Stifle hungry. yourself. Stifle yourself right now. Uh-huh. They are not sausage fingers they are like little wieners now. you should be a proctologist with those things <laughs> well in any case we are very happy my friends uh the cowboys made it look simple the score was 31 to 21 against the washington at their home my friends at their home we made it look easy and the 21 came late to where they scored late and uh the Cowboys just look damn good, Peyton. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, well, what's so? I, well, what's your outtake on this? So you know, it was of course kind of a slow start. There was no scoring in the first quarter, but you know, the Cowboys jumped up. You know, got two touchdowns in the second quarter and just really started laying the wood on them. It was it was a very nice game. How about Smith though? I mean, we 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 replaced. We got Gallup out of there. We got Smith in there. I mean, the, this is a this is unbelievable, Steve-O. I, I love the fact that you're like Smith, Smith, Smith. <laughs> Who's Smith? Yeah. And you're like, I didn't even realize he was still on the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought Kevin I th- Smith. <laughs> we, were going, we were going throwback days too. Yeah. yeah so I'm hey, one of those things where all of a sudden you're like, man. I need to pick him up on fantasy, maybe. Had a good game. It's good to see it. The thing that impressed me, and I get it, it was kind of a in the trenches, back and forth, no real highlights, no real first downs, a couple of three and outs to start I'm going to interrupt you for a okay. second. Were, were you worried at all when Washington scored first? Absolutely. I'm worried. Right now, I am worried every game. You know why? Because it feels like 
we're having a Cinderella moment. Not that we're not that we're like Cinderella. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're, we've been wanting this so bad for so long that all of a sudden you're just waiting for the carriage to turn into a pumpkin. Where is that? Did you did you get too high on the Giants game and now you're stepping into Washington? You're like, ah, we'll we'll handle them. Are you looking past Miami? And I know you hate the trap game word. Are you thinking that? Well, hell, Miami hasn't scored in 18 months. You know, this is going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> so that's what concerns me always is that I want to come off and I want to I want to step on it early, and I want to announce my presence with authority, a la Nuke Lelouch. Well, uh, Peyton, do you share his thoughts, or did, did you look at this game and uh, while you're kicking back watching it, you're saying, hey, you know what, we got this no matter what happens? So I kind of take the the opinion of, you know, it's still early in the season. You're just trying to get one game at a time. You're just, you're just looking at this going, all right, we just beat the horrible New York Giants. Let's just go beat the crap out of the Redskins. Okay, but they jumped out on you. They did. They they Absolutely. showed that, the, hey, you know what? We're the Redskins, and we don't like you. We're going to jump out on you and tell me. I agree, but we remained confident, and we were able to just continue going, and Dak just had one hell of a game. He just went off starting in that second quarter. I'd like to continue with you on this. Yeah. But hold on. Hold on. Well, you're going to jump in. Go ahead. Well, here's what I want to say. All right, let's hear it. That pass to Smith. For the touchdown. What was it? 57 or whatever. Something like that. Some whatever the yardage was, was right? I mean, it was ridiculous, right? Did you see the ball come out of his hand? Did you see the life of that ball come out of his hand? I mean, that's the the new age quarterback. These guys that are big, they're strong, and they can flat out sling the ball on a line and get it down the field, halfway, three-quarters of the way down the field. I mean, that extends this field so much that we haven't seen, Jono, in the three-plus years we've been doing this show, we have not seen that ball thrown no, downfield. No, no, you're, you're definitely right, which leads me to the next question. And uh, maybe I'm jumping the gun on the questions on how I'm presenting all this right now, but we got Mahoney. Mahone? Mahomes. He is my Mahomes. He is Mahomes, Mahomes in, tonight. Mahomes and Casey. All right. Rip Eddie Money. He's looking. He's looking at a one seventy five to two hundred thousand two hundred million dollar contract coming up. If we don't sign Dak right now, is this register? Is this thing gonna keep re- registering higher and higher? I mean, I, I'm all for that's Jerry. a hell of a point. I'm all for Jerry saying right now, hey, you know what? Let's let's look at things. But you know what, Jerry? What you're doing right now, you're making the price tag go higher and higher and higher. You got to sign this guy right now. Lock him in on a five- to six-year contract because when you got a guy in Kansas City right now making every play happen, he's almost look looking like, you and know they what? Do, they do have to. You have to compare the two. And our guy Dak is looking right there with him, Peyton. Absolutely, Dak's putting up great numbers. He had a great week this week. It's time to get the man signed. And they don't drop that price. You don't go, oh, Mahomes is slotted number one. Okay, no matter what Dak does, he's going to be slotted. But that's not how it works in the NFL. If that was the case, Matthew Stafford would not have been the highest paid player in the NFL. Because he was not at the caliber of the level of these other guys. It goes up. So if they sign 
Matt Ryan to the highest paid contract. Now it's going to be Mahomes to the highest paid contract. If you don't have Dak signed, guess who gets paid the most in the NFL? Dak Prescott. (laughs) Prescott. Listen, and Jerry Jones might be not thinking in the right mind with, well, you know, maybe we'll slot Mahomes higher and we know where this guy ranks and this is where we're going to pay him. That is not how it works with the quarterback position. Look at some of these scrubs out there that have been paid. (laughs) Who is that? Uh, six foot twelve guy out in uh, Kansas or in uh, Denver, uh, Osweiler was Osweiler, Osweiler <laughs> right? I mean, th- that guy Peyton, got money. Is there a six foot twelve guy? I, I mean, I is, it, is he BSing? Yeah, he was six foot eight, yeah. and the dude got he, paid, and he got released a year later. Yeah, I mean, or look traded, at the, traded. traded down to uh, the Texans, yeah. but that's what that's what it is. These guys get paid. Yeah, and right now, I, I I think with the NFL, it's not like the MLB. The NFL, you could sign him to that contract, Jerry, and you know as well as I do, and better than me, of course. Sign him to that contract, lock him in. If if he doesn't produce in the next three four years, bingo, get get him out. But you know what? This guy needs to get signed right now because the the money, the register. The, this this thing is clicking. This cl- this thing is clicking left and right. And right now, you've got other QBs out there that are making a statement. And Dak hasn't done anything wrong. I mean, the guy's running. The guy's passing. And he's not passing like last year, Peyton, where no. he's throwing five-yard passes. This guy is completing 20-yard, 30-yard, 40-yard passes. Yeah, he's proving that he can make all the throws. I mean, for anyone out there right now that says, well, you know, Dak doesn't throw bullshit. The guy is throwing. The guy is launching that ball 20, 30 yards down the field. And you know what? He's got the best receiving core out there. I, I haven't seen a receiving core like this in a long time out of the Cowboys. Last week when we talked, I kind I kind of compared it to Air Coriel of San Diego. Absolutely. I mean, these guys are on fire. You have to pay the man. This is – and we're going to get into this a little bit later, but – you have to capitalize on it right now. This is your time. Jerry, if you want another championship this year or next year or the following year, and remember that window in the NFL is very, very small if you're loyal to your players. Okay? If you're going to be loyal to Zeke and Amari and Dak O'Connell. and – and you're right. And all these other guys, the defensive guys, the Van Der Eshes, the Jalen, if you want to be loyal to them, you don't have a run, a window bigger Tank. than three years. Yeah. Look at the Patriots. The Patriots have been able to do it with one or two guys consistently. Okay. And they, everybody it's else a team is team play with them. But everybody else is an interchangeable part. Right. Okay. So in the NFL, your window is very small in order to keep those players together. Because they're going to jump. We got guys right now in Jacksonville that want to jump. We got teams down in Miami that are sending <laughs> players off, right? We got, And that's just what happens. That's the evolution of football. You can go from zero to hero in one year. And you can go from hero to zero just as quick. Would you even say one year? How about three games, two games? You're seeing uh, players that are discontent with how they're seeing the season progress already. With two games, they're saying – I want out of here. Yeah. I want out of here. I don't think that we we're here here we're here to win. I think we're here just to pass time. And uh, you're seeing DBs. You're seeing big time players saying we got to roll. 
We got to get out of here. And uh, I think uh, with our last player uh, from uh, what was that? Uh, what what team? Uh, Miami. Yeah, uh, Minka Fitzpatrick. Just yeah, I, we offered. I think we offered a second round, a fifth round, and Taco Charlton to Miami, and they turned it down. This yeah. is rumors. This is all rumors here, my friends. But second round and a fifth round, and uh, uh, up up and coming defensive lineman. I don't think was a bad deal. I really don't because Taco preseason showed. Hey, you know what? I'm a veteran now. I'm not a rookie player. I'm making things happen. He looked like he was ready to roll. And uh, for us, and, and we don't know yet. We don't know what's going to happen with that. He could be a cowboy still, but the guy's discontent. And uh, he's got a right to be because, you know what? Two healthy scratches as a professional athlete, being baseball, being hockey, being football, whatever you are, I, that doesn't set good with you. I mean, you want to be out there playing. You want to be out there contributing. And with Taco, he felt that he did enough job in preseason to to get that. He was rewarded that job. And no, the Cowboys went a different way. They've had him on a healthy scratch the last two games now. And they're looking at, I mean, it's a clear, clear across the board here what they want to do. They want to definitely trade the guy. They don't want him hurt. So that's what we got a healthy scratch on. So now Peyton, we got this guy. We got Jalen out there. Out in uh, uh what is Jacksonville. that? Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. And this guy, he's a pressure cooker. I'll tell oh, you that yeah, right he now. Is. He's a pressure cooker. <laughs> I mean, uh, you you never know what you're gonna get out of him. He's uh, already showed you that he's discontent with the Cowboys for not drafting him. Yep. I mean, he was very pissed that the Cowboys did not pick him up. Okay, but you know what? We did pick up Zeke. So, in all fairness, it wasn't a bad deal. <laughs> but now, hey, why not come to Dallas? Well, right before we hopped on here, I did just see a report that the Jacksonville Jaguars want two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. So, maybe you can get That would them. be too much. That's a lot. Those first-round picks, those are gold. We know that. And we already There's gave up this year that happened in March and next year. Yeah. With the Amari Cooper. That was our two first-rounders. Well, we can't do it then. Well, you can't give them up Nash. You don't have them. We don't have them. Yeah. Unless you can entice them another way. Now, right. Now, is Taco enough to be part of that deal? And would you, Peyton, would you then resort to Taco and maybe a Jones on our DB or a Brown on our DB both together? That's tough. But Jalen Ramsey is one of the top corners in the entire league. Right. If you get him, that is a complete playmaker. That's a, that's a difference maker on your defense. And Xavier Woods just got hurt. They're saying four to six weeks. It might be time to go make a big move. That's a big, bold move to go get Ramsey. I think the beauty behind our Miami DB was he was cheap. Yes. He was cheap for the next five years, I think he was. Yeah. So when when Brown and Jones came up next year for contract, I think it would have diffused the whole situation by, okay, if you guys want to go, go. Yeah. You know, that that was the beauty of that. I don't know what our guy in Jacksonville offers now on that sense because if he's a if he's a big time contract, well, you know what? That kind of diffuses that whole thing, that whole premise of 
because we're going to lose. I don't care what you say, Steve-O. I don't, I, I don't care what you say on this, but we're going to lose either Jones or Brown on this for next year. There's no way we could sign both, all right? So that's why we went out to this Miami DB and we go, hey, you know what? We, we're interested in this guy only for the future effect that now that we could get this guy at a minimum price for the next five years, uh, three to five years. Am I right, guys? I Absolutely. Mean, uh, yeah. Minka Fitzpatrick co- only cost you a first-round pick. Now, if you could have came up with a deal to get him, he was their first pick last year. So he's probably got about Peyton, would you deal. have done that now? I would have done it in a heartbeat. Would you he's give him the, the first round? Absolutely. The okay, did. maybe it's not over. The Steelers got him now? Yeah, first-round pick to the Steelers yesterday. Jesus Christ. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, like I said, you're going to have to decide. I don't know the, how you're a Steeler organization. Your quarterback just went down. <laughs> you're relying on a, a backup QB. And, you know, God bless you if you think that's the guy. But right now, I'm not committing my first-round pick knowing that my uh, you, that, uh, you, that my QB just went down. You need to fill the cupboard, and you don't need to fill it with cornmeal. Exactly. You need to, you need to fill it with a quarterback. Yeah. That's yeah, what you I need. mean, that if you, if, I, I, would if you have given up your no, first rounder? No, but the Steelers, the Steelers need their first rounder. Matter of fact, they need to package whatever they need to do and get whoever's coming out. And we haven't gotten to our pre-draft. I know we do that annually and put out our mock draft. I'm saying that with a little bit of sarcasm, but <laughs> but that's what you got to look at, man. You got to look at if you're the Steelers, how can you give away a first rounder when you need that? to replenish Big Ben going down. He's got to have elbow surgery. I haven't heard if it's Tommy John or if it's whatever it is. Uh, But the fact of the matter is you you just don't come back from elbow surgery and start throwing the ball, you know, 55, 60 yards down the field on a line. Yeah, and what is he, like 46 years old? Uh, 62. (laughs) 62 years old when he beat Joe Lewis. It's time to go get their replacement. This draft is <laughs> packed full of quarterbacks. Let too. me tell you how old he is. <laughs> now, thirty-year girls are too young for him. Is All that, right, let's move. Is on that here. too soon? Yeah, yeah, you're you're acting a little weird on me right now. <laughs> uh, you're the one that had a drink before we came in here. Uh, we started the season off at thirty-five to one. All right, that's okay. where we started off. <laughs> then we moved on down to the twenties, and now fourteen to one. And guess what, folks? When New Orleans Saints uh, a breeze went down, and the Eagles just lost, I would assume that the Cowboys right now in Vegas odds would be less than ten to one to win the Super Bowl. My point is, if you got this type of caliber, Vegas doesn't mess up. They Vegas is very sharp and very keen. They don't want to lose money. All right, they did not build those big palaces out there by losing. <laughs> And I Pey- think Peyton and you made a good point, Steve-O, that, you know what? Why not? Why not give up that first round? Why not? Right now is our year. Right now, let's make a statement to the NFL that we're for real and let's go after this damn Super Bowl ring. Yeah. I mean, you see your window. It's right there that you're, you're 2-0 and now. All of your competitors are getting hurt. It's time to go. Right. Let's go make a deal. That pushes you over the top. Peyton, right. is there any fear in the Eagles? I mean, well, they look, they look, I don't know, they looked okay against 
against the Falcons. They didn't look anything spectacular. No, I'm not afraid of them at all. And no. Carson Wentz is one play away from breaking his collarbone for the 10th time. Right. It's it's time to go. Let's let's make a let's, I, let's know, turn if, it up a notch. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm on board here. I, I first round pick. Okay, so we're losing a first round pick. I I get it. But you got to see what you have. First, I'm not sure. Let, I don't all think right, let's look the at the scale. Round. Let's look at the scale here. First round pick, Super Bowl. Get hold on. Look, he's looking it up on that little computer box thing that's in his hand. That, that was last year with Amari, Amari Cooper. But they I gave up two of them, didn't they? I don't think they gave up two first rounders though. I think they gave up one. Well, it could have been one. I I mean, if that if that's the deal, first round pick. I I I I get it. I get it. We want a first round pick. We want to. But you know what? That's a college pick right there. They have the, all their picks except their sixth round pick. All right, so we got our first round pick. I I, I say let's let's jump on board here. A Super Bowl ring is more to me than a first round college pick. I I just don't know what the hell else I can fill up. I agree with you. I'm Actually, there with you. They have the Dolphins' sixth round pick from trading Robert Quinn to the Dolphins, so they have two sixth round picks. All right, so. Uh, Let's uh, let's uh, let's rewind the tape. Let's rewind the tape, uh, guys. Get out your uh, Washington Dallas stats here, and uh, I think exactly what the stats are showing here. It, it was like, did you guys have any fear at all in this game? I mean, during the game, just at the very beginning when we got off to the sluggish start, yeah. were, were you really worried? Yeah. Yeah, I, I still wasn't worried. I, I was feeling like, you know what, they scored something big. There. Let's move on. That, I mean, that happened last week, too. I the get be- it. week before. I get it, but that's not the way I want to play football. I want to jump out. I want to move the ball. I want to matriculate the ball down the field the first time we touch it and get a touchdown. And I would either rather do it with a quick strike, but even better than that is like a 16-play all the way down Take a bunch of time off the clock and just announce your presence with authority. Let that offensive I thought line it was control there. it. I thought it was there, Peyton. What about you? Well, that's you know that's obviously a perfect scenario, but you kind of want to see what happens. You know, we get down, we have a slow start, get down in the second quarter, and then we come back and we just start rolling on them. That's what you want to see in a team. You're never going to have perfect scenario. You want to see that adversity and them to be over, to be able to overcome that. Winners have to overcome that, and that's exactly what I wanted to see is how do they respond when they get down, and they they responded extremely well. Now, when we had the ball, and uh, it seemed like Pollard filled in really well. I mean, I I don't care what what the crowd says out there, but, I mean, there was a – there was a moment there where we brought in Pollard when the game when the game was not it was blown away. Still yeah. in the balance. Yeah. So that shows a little confidence in the, the Cowboys offense on this backup running back that say, Hey, you know what, Zeke, take your rest. We got you. We we're all about you. But this Pollard kid's not bad at all. And that's awesome to see because that just shows me that they're going to try to keep us away from that 330, 340 rushes that we don't want Zeke to pile up that mileage. All of a sudden, Jerry's invested. And now you want to take care. I'm going to wash that car. I'm going to wax it. I'm going <laughs> to vacuum it. I'm going to do the Rain-X on the windows. I'm going to get the tires and the wheels real good. Matter of fact, I'm going to take the hose and spray it up underneath. 
Or maybe he went to a Jakar wash. Instead of the 3 to $4 just quickie wash, he got the $17 one with the undercoat. He knows. He invested in this guy. Where can you find a $17 wash? I mean, come on. Every time <laughs> I take my car wash, it's a $34, nothing underneath that. You come live on. in a different part of town than me. All right, All right. whatever. Go ahead. So, I, I knew that was coming. <laughs> but anyway, the bottom line is he's got the investment. He's got a very capable backup in Pollard that they're going to give the ball to in, in, in situations. And until he coughs it up in a, in a crucial situation or shows he cannot do the job, I think you're going to continue to see his workload get bigger and bigger because bigger, you want to save Zeke. And as, and as long as we keep winning and keep putting that distance in between us and a divisional title opponent, absolutely. Give Zeke his rest. We want those legs fresh and ready to go when it's time. When uh, when Prescott threw that interception, uh, Peyton, uh, was that – was that the receiver's fault? What was that? Uh, our our guy from Green Bay? Yeah, Cobb. The ball was a little bit behind him. I think yeah, so too. I think it was. A, I I think so too. I yeah. I really do think so. I I I would. I, look, tell me your your view on that. Well, I've actually coached high school football for about ten years, and you know you do kind of see he did he threw it behind him a little bit. You know, yes, it's yes, so hard to bring it. that in like exactly. that. Exactly. You know, Cobb could have caught that. And the guy but, did say, you know, Cobb did say it was my fault. But exactly. you know what? Cobb just being a team player. Exactly. Too. It's not – it'd be great if he would have caught it, but I don't – I can't get mad at him for not catching that ball. It's uh, Dak's got to make a little bit of a better throw. Yeah, it's a tip ball. I mean, I know they hang those interceptions. What the, what the hell they always say, though? If you could touch the ball, you yeah, can make the play. Yeah, well, come on. Especially with those gloves that they're wearing. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is – any ball like that, I hate the fact that it gets hung around the quarterback as a his turnover and things like that. And I get it. It was behind him. And it was Dak. It was on Dak. But the bottom line is, give me something where you give a bad read. Give me, a, uh, give me an interception where you just don't see the defense. You're not trying to fort. Like, it's just a bad, bad pass. And, you know, somebody undercuts you and you stared them down too long. Give me that as a legitimate interception. Don't yeah. give me something where the guy's throwing a Hail Mary at the end of the half. Don't give me something where he's you're down by two scores and he's trying to force it in to get a, a you know, a big gain, a big yardage chunk. You know, a tip ball. Give me something that's legit as, a, as an interception. I'll get worried. I'm not worried about yeah, that. That was fine. It's going to happen. Interceptions are going to happen. You're not going to make every single throw that you that you make. Um, was he like I, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure. I don't have. I, I printed out the damn wrong sheets. But <laughs> uh, was he like 26 for 30 or something like that? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's mean, where you can't fault folks. Him. I mean, come on. I mean, uh, the guy's doing everything right. We got to get him signed up. We got to get him in a cowboy jersey for the next four, five, six years. And and I I was against it. I was against that first, but this is a whole new defense, and Moore has really turned it up on the offensive uh, coordinator side. I mean, this guy has made plays happen out there that don't look stifled, that don't look like you know. Last year when we did our shows, you would tell me, John, it's going to be first down run. It's going to be – I mean, we predicted it, and that's how it was. Ha Not this year, fella. Not this year at all, because Moore, Kellen Moore, has really mixed it up. 
I, I take here's it on on that point, and, and granted, it's hard to remember every play. Do you remember seeing a draw play? I haven't seen. Have, one we, seen, yet. have we seen a drop play? Have very we seen a call. third down screen? Um, <laughs> have, have we seen those? The, our two plays that we hate the most, you know, the the third and fourteen, and you're going to run a little screen or a draw. But in you all know, fairness, we I, haven't I, been we, backed up like that. Absolutely, I, and I get that. But those are the things that burn our ass, right? That they're not. They're either a in that situation where they always got to have that, or b, they're just always calling it right. And right. we haven't seen it this year, and that's the creativity of Kellen Moore, a guy that's on the field uh, not too long ago, has a good, good rapport with Dak right now. Uh, things seem to be clicking, and that's where it gets, goes back to me as a Cinderella thing. I don't want this carriage to turn into a pumpkin. I just don't want it, so I kind of sit there on pins and needles. It's well, almost it's worse. Not, it's definitely not going <laughs> to turn in next week because we're playing the Miami Dolphins. They're really struggling right now. I, they're not the same old Dolphins that we've seen in the past. Uh, Peyton, when, when do you think our first challenge is going to happen here? I, well, it certainly certainly won't be the Dolphins. Let's, uh, let's get I, schedule I, out. I, I don't have it in front of us, but the <laughs> uh, Packers are right around the corner, and Aaron Rodgers is looking damn good right now. That's well, going to be the first test. And their defense looks good. Yes. You know, the, but everything that you go through on Green Bay goes through Aaron Rodgers. But right. bottom line, you, whatever it is, they could have their defense, they could have their – whatever it is, they could have their running back. But everything goes through Aaron Rodgers. And uh, I think the Packers are right now fitted well. They're very, playing very confident. They got their running – uh, situation uh, well un uh, underway. I mean, they, they, they seem to be, everything seems to be going well for the Green Bay. I think, in all fairness, if we beat Green Bay right there, we've got another, another four or five games that we may not lose a game. I mean, uh, I, of course, we got the Eagles, and, and we did the Eagles last year. We took two out of them last year, and uh, I, I, I just think that right now we're sitting damn good. We're sitting damn good on the schedule. You have to exercise that demon called Aaron Rodgers. You have to exercise that. And I would imagine they're going to get a little short lady that says, what, what's, the, what's the line, this house is clean? How does she say that in The Exorcist, right, or whatever it is? I don't know, but let me, let me ask you this. You're going to have to have that because every time he comes into our house, it's a last-minute drive to beat us. Let me ask you this. Having Cobb on our team now, do you think he's going to give us that uh, uh, Greg Brady uh, playbook that uh, we, we're looking for? Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to be tough because the Packers do have a new coach this year. Ah, that switches things up. That they, switches they things up, Matt Peyton. LaFleur, Good call. Who is a um, oh, Sean McVay disciple, which is funny to say because Sean McVay is like 32. Um, but, no, I mean, they're up there trying to run a little bit more spread offense. It is mm -hmm. going to be different. It's going to be interesting to see well, that, that, where that, they're that, at in that, that, that definitely throws a uh, – It does. Yeah, yeah, that's that definitely a wrench in the engine here. Yeah, but he knows the nuances of, yeah. of Aaron. You know, he knows what Aaron likes to do and, and, and things like that. And he will be in those meetings given every tip he can. And I wouldn't be a bit surprised. And he might, is he our, 
Is he listed as our emergency quarterback? I can't remember. I know he was up in Green Bay. Cobb. Why would we need him? We got I'm just rush. saying he might he might sit in the uh, quarterback if it comes meetings. Down to that, no, I no, mean, no. yeah, okay. John, he might sit in the quarterback meetings and say, "Hey, some things that uh, you know. Here's what we learned. Pass it along to defense, whatever it might be, or sit in the defensive meetings and and, and talk about a little bit like what Rogers likes to do more than what film can show you. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe let's get that Greg Brady playbook. Let's go back. Let's uh, let, let, let's go back here. Right now, the big talk is right now Taco, Taco uh, leaving Dallas, and uh, there's also talks that we may be losing one of our backs, our defensive backs out there, on the trade as well. Do you guys think that this is the move that w- is going to put us in the move that Deion Sanders was when it, we were in the mid '90s that put us over the top? We already had Char- Charles Haley, and then we were looking for uh, Dion. And when Dion came on board, it just seemed like it, it, it just put the big stamp on the Super Bowl. Well, it just depends on who you can go out and get. I mean, the thing with Taco is, you know, def- good defensive linemen are gold. That is really tough to let go unless you can go get. Well, somebody. Peyton, our our guy right now would. It, Oh. Might have might have a little problem. Well, he's out four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. That's All right. So now, do do you still step up with Taco though? I think if you can go make a trade for somebody that that is a difference maker, I think you got to go do it. And Taco is obviously your bait. Okay, but if you know, which I know you do, when we played the Rams last year, we did not have any pressure on the QB. And he just dissected us. He dissected us because we did not have pressure on the QB. We have to have defense alignment that can do something out there and not give five to six seconds <laughs> out there for our DBs. They're, they're, they will dissect our DBs. I don't care how good we are back there. We have to have the we have to have a defensive line out there that could get pressure on the QB. Absolutely. The Rams' offense is so ridiculous that, yeah, I mean, if you... Are they still need, the premier team? Well, they've looked like it the first two weeks. However, Todd Gurley isn't looking great. Um, he's been, you know, he's been absolutely their workhorse the last few years, but it looks like he's got an arthritic knee, and that goes back to... But he wasn't Pollard. the one that beat us last year. No, I'm just talking about in general. I, I know, no, but... We have, to have yeah. a, we have to have a pass rush to destroy that offense, and... That's where you kind of get into the conundrum of, do you keep talking around? You know, hopefully he can give you some more push from the D line standpoint. Or now that and, Xavier and, Woods is hurt, you got to be able to cover too. And that's that's, uh, that's for sure though. Yeah, four to six weeks. Four to six weeks is weeks is what they were saying earlier. Steve, that, that four to six weeks is still way too much, bro. Yeah, that that gets into an issue where I I think. The boys, the brass, Cowboys brass, are looking at uh, the schedule and trying to figure out what they need based on the opponents that they have. In a couple of weeks, weeks you got the Eagles coming. Right. Once again, Eagles lose, you win another one, which this week looks like, not to be into a trap game, looks like a a should-be win, and you move to 3-0. What happens if Eagles lose? Does that change stuff? Do you get less, not desperate, but does – you know, or you look for more of a value play. 
So, and remember, you need that. You need value plays here because of all the contracts that you have. These guys are playing with a deck of cards. Are you now, though, looking at NFC East or are you looking at NFC champions? Uh, you Do you want home you field advantage you, or do you want NFC You have to win your division East. first. You have to win the home field next. Okay. I, 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 I get then, that, and I, I, I'm not, I'm not criticizing that at all. Right. But overall picture, you want to play at home, though, don't you? Yeah, well, yeah, but that's secondary to we need to win the East. Yeah. So do you guys? All so the opponents are both based on, off of are, that. Are you both on that? I completely agree. I mean, the next two weeks are gonna be big. You have the, you have the Dolphins, and then the following week is the Saints. Who? Not the same Saints, though. No, that's what I'm saying. Breeze just went down. You're looking Breeze at, was the Saints. You're looking at a possible 4-0 start, and from there, you might be able to run the table because then you get to the Packers. Mm-hmm. And then we know if the Packers are for real by that point. And you may have a nice little roadmap to being able to win the East and then getting home field advantage. And then you can run right. the table. But the it never, it's never changed. It's always the East first yes. and then home field. So your conference first. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the, the East first, division you have first. To have the division first. Right. Yeah. And then you're looking for, hey, we want home field throughout because you win the division, you're getting a home field game. Yep. So now you got to go out there and try to get it. You know, hey, the road to Miami leads through Dallas. If you're in the NFC, that's what you want. Miami, huh? That's where the yeah. Super, so Bowl Super Bowl is. Have this yeah. Year, yeah. I know. I know. But I, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just thinking right now, Miami. That's a bad place for a Super Not a bad place for a Super Bowl. But at the end of the day, I was down there one year for the Super Bowl, and things are so spread out. I mean, there's shit happening on South Beach. There's stuff happening down in the Keys. There's in, like, Dade County, like almost like Miami proper. You know, big parties happening up in Fort Lauderdale. It's all over the place. You can't get anywhere. And then the traffic's horrendous. If you're trying to get to like South Beach, where a lot of stuff, you know, that's where a lot of people. All are of that though, all of that though, Steve-O, is welcome to my eyes. I, <laughs> I I would take that all those problems that you just said in a heartbeat just for us. Our well, boys we're to get we're not there. moving off of South Beach when we're there. We're just going to South Beach. Forget all the other stuff. I'm not Sounds going like to plan. the NFL alumni tournament down at Sawgrass. I'm not doing any party up in. Uh, Fort Lauderdale. I'm staying South Beach. We got a game. Uh, you know what? I don't know if we should go to that Miami game uh, first or just talk about what's happening. But you know what? This Miami game, how do you get pumped up for something like this? I mean, uh, these guys have been just getting ass handled to them every week now, and uh, there's a lot of problems with Miami. I mean, do you overlook them? I mean, it's hard not to overlook them. It's, I mean, we. Uh, I'm a big Mizzou Tiger fan. I overlooked Wyoming. I really did. And Wyoming said, no, we're here to play. We're at home. We're going to take care of business. And they did. And that I know Mizzou, that's Missouri University football, they would have taken care of business against Wyoming if they didn't overlook Wyoming. And now we're looking at uh, a Miami team that's really deflated. I mean, how do you get pumped up for something like? How do you, how do you as a coaching staff 
try to pump up a team like this, Peyton. It's really tough because it is a trap game. But the problem is Miami's got a mutiny going on down there because they know they're trying to tank. So point. after that first week, there were a lot of reports that a bunch of the players wanted traded. Right. So I don't know if in a typical trap game, the other team that is is the underdog is all pumped up, ready to come up and beat you. I don't know if you even have that going on down in Miami. I think that team's deflated. Well, and I agree with you. And here's the problem. And we've seen it now throughout these first couple of weeks. Injuries are easy to come by in, in the NFL. And you've got to stay healthy if you're going to make a legitimate run at a Super Bowl. If you're going to make a deep run in the playoffs, you have to be healthy. And the last thing you want is to go down there. And, and, and John, you know from playing, you can't go down there and take a team lightly and have your, your, your guard lowered, your head's not on a swivel, because that's how you get injured. So somebody's got to tell these guys, hey, this is the most important game of the season. Go handle your business early and often, okay? But it's difficult, though, Steve. It's, I, it's difficult it's, because when, when, when we played a weaker team like that, when we played, we played down to that level, we did not get fired up like we were supposed to. And the next thing you know, at halftime, it was a close game, and we're looking at it like, we're supposed to be abusing this team right now, and we, we've kept this team around. There will be a time when we turn it up a notch, but as long as you keep a team in there, they become more more versatile to thinking that they got a shot. You got to put them out early. And I don't, I don't want to overlook Miami, but again, Miami is what you guys said is Miami right now. Miami's not there, and they just lost. You just said uh, they're uh, one of their Patrick. He their just went to Pittsburgh, back. Yeah. and and that plays that plays a little thing on you in the defensive huddle that we lost one of our best players because he said we're all a bunch of losers right now. We can't get things done. We can't get the job done. I think that we can start opening up on this. I really do. I, I think that uh, what's the final score on this? What's the what's the opening odds on this? By the way, boys. Well, my or uh, what was I it? don't the know. Patriots Let came me... in at seventeen last week, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I would imagine they got to be up in that double two touchdown range, Has fourteen and a half. I'm gonna get it right now. I, I'm gonna find Might this more right than that. now. <laughs> Got to be 14 and a half. Why don't you guys uh, talk for at least a minute here? I'm going to get this right now. Well, I mean, we could always talk about just the gambling part of it. Do you want to say something about lineup media while you're looking that up? And Why don't you do that while I'm looking media? this up, huh? Subscribe to the Cowboys podcast. At, uh, go to Apple, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Just get on there and subscribe to Cowboys Podcast. It has a uh, – the logo is like the AT&T Stadium kind of in the evening time, the roof open. So make sure you're looking for that. Subscribe there. We appreciate everybody that subscribes and listens. If you know a Dallas Cowboy fan out there that is not subscribed or listen and you like the show, make sure they listen. If you like the show, get on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Reach out to us. We always like fan interaction. If you don't like the show, eh, quit listening. We don't want to hear any negative feedback. 
it brings our it brings our morale down around here. All right, pull the plug on them. (laughs) We gave them too much time. Well, heck, I don't know what your sausage fingers are over there doing. It's real easy. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm I'm getting articles and stuff like that. But (laughs) I I would think we've got to be two touchdown favored in this one. I mean, honest to God, Miami just does not look like they belong in the same playing field. And, hey, folks, uh, you know what? Last week, we had the Cowboys versus Redskins, and uh, that wasn't game of the week. What do you guys think? What do you guys think about Aikman and Buck covering all the Cowboy games? And last week, they didn't. Thank God. Because I'm telling you right now, Aikman, I don't know what he's got against our boys. But it seems like he likes to call everything against (laughs) us. I think he's got some Joe Buck syndrome. Whenever it comes to You think Joe sat down with him before this whole thing started? So I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan, and whenever Joe Buck calls those games, it's the exact same thing. It's like he's trying to be impartial, but he's going completely the other way. He's not like his pop, is he? Not really. Guys got bad news. What's the spread? 21 and a half. 21 (laughs) and a half. You know what? The New England game was 18. So this is 21 and a half. 22 points right now. But the Patriots and the Jets, 23 and a half. Have you ever – this is – we're starting to get college stuff. Yeah. You're yeah, starting to really try – are. It, which is amazing. And, and this is kind of off the cuff. We didn't even pre-script this. But these are lines you haven't seen in the NFL in decades – that everything's been so. What's Decades. the word? When? When was I don't this know. Even uh, like that? What's What's the word I'm looking for? Could this be the first time though? Yeah, probably. What's probably. the word I'm looking for? Parody. Yeah. There's been so much parody in, in the NFL that we've created phrases like parody, like any given Sunday, those sorts of things. Right. Now you're telling me that those aren't options now. That you have two games right now that are predicted at twenty plus. 21 plus point differentials. That's amazing to me. And I don't know. I'm, I'm not a huge gambler, right? I'm terrible at it. We all know if I say pick this, you pick the opposite. You're going to win money. If I say buy this stock, you sell it. You're going to make money. That's how it works in my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, these are like college lines. This is crazy. I'm used to seeing a pick them, a plus three, because it's the home team, you know, is, a, you know, the favorite or whatever. But this 13 is, would be, you 13 know, would be a lot in the NFL. But Listen to the lines. 22 and a half is making a third, 23 points. Listen to the lines. Seven and a half, six and a half, seven, six, two, eight. 23 and a half, 21 and a half, seven, Wait, who's four the and a half. Wait, who's 21 and a half? Cowboys. Three, six and a half, three. Two of these things don't belong. Yeah. You have some, I mean, for the most part, parity, but you have two franchises that it almost looks like they're trying to tank, like we've seen in baseball for the last few years. With who? Well, the Cubs. That's how the Cubs have gotten, you know, have gotten a lot of their young talent. You just have a lot of franchises trying to tank. The Astros did it for yeah. three years at a hundred plus losses every year for three. I mean, what was it in the cover of Sports Illustrated? They said in two thousand and thirteen, here's your two thousand and seventeen world champions. Yeah. Houston Astros. And they won in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, but it's not the same like in football. It's though. not. I, you're I, right. I, it's I, not. It's, because it's, there's parity in the NFL. There's salary cap. There's there's not this uh, 
the all of a sudden whatever you're seeing with the CBA you're starting to see the shift where now players it's almost like the NBA are controlling the league you're starting to see these guys dictate I want out of Jacksonville I want, I want out of Oakland I want out of Oakland <laughs> I want out of Pittsburgh I'm going to hold out for a full season in San Diego isn't it amazing that one injury and I'm not talking about Miami. I'm talking like in Pittsburgh, and I'm talking about New Orleans. When you have an injury like this with a QB, suddenly you're not investing into the uh, wideouts. You're not investing into the running game. I mean, it all comes hand in hand. How valuable are these players in the NFL compared to in the MLB? You could cover up a player. Well, yeah, you could right. make a, you could, uh, you could hide a player. But just think about this, Jono. All the talk about, oh my God, it's a powder puff game out there now. We're protecting the quarterback. But look how much life, how many lives are affected by the quarterback play. If Drew Brees is, they're not saying Teddy Bridgewater isn't going to do fine. He's a, he's a fine quarterback. I actually picked him up on the waiver wire fantasy. I think he's going to do fine. But you've gotten. Uh, Darnold out, uh, you got uh, uh, Foles out, you got Roethlisberger, Breeze. These guys are all hurt. And it's for, only week two. And it's only week two. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're talking about guys like Marquis Brown uh, that, you know, look like fantastic. Not that he's affected by it, but, you know, these players, Juju Smith, let's say, yeah. that that is a lights-out player that all of a sudden his next contract, they might go, well, your stats weren't there. But they were when I had a quarterback. Well, right? it kind of goes back to the conversation on why Dak needs to get signed. It tells you how important these talented quarterbacks are. If you don't get them signed, what are you going to do? No, that's a great point, Peyton. I mean, honest to God, we we got to get this thing resolved. I, and as long as there's a Mahone out there that's making plays happen and he's going to want – I'm I'm not kidding with you folks. If he wants two hundred million, guess what? Our guy's gonna say, Hey, you know what? I'm just as good as him. I want two hundred million too. Yeah. That only affects us on the salary cap. No, he'll want two hundred and ten. Yeah. Two hundred and ten. <laughs> and a big sign bigger signing bonus. Bigger You're right. guarantee. You're right. They You're just right. got they keep and leapfrogging each other. That's it. That's it. So that I mean that's um you know, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. And this is not a you know, a simple business. The NFL is not a simple business. And that's where, you know, from a fan's perspective, you can't get locked in on, you know, hey, we're just going to trade Tony Romo for J.J. Watt straight up, right? You can't get locked in on something like that. There's no. bigger ramifications that that has a disparate impact league-wide, contract-wide, signing other guys. I mean, that's that's why you have to put trust in these guys that are the brass, the Cowboys owners, the the Steelers ownership, the, the Oakland Raiders. All these people are experts, and they have a vision on what they're trying to do, and they understand the NFL business better than any fan out there. I'm going to throw this at you guys right now. I, You know what? Don't throw anything back at me. I don't want uh, one of these microphones or all these stands to come flying at me. But right now, there's rumors that uh, Des would like to come back to Dallas. And I, I know. I know. And uh, I, I'm I'm with you guys on that. I, Peyton <laughs> smiled when I said that. Uh, 
But you know what? Uh, he knows the system. And uh, is he part of the old Romo regime, though, that could have brought down Dez? I mean, uh, Dak, in the, in the sense that right now, you know what? We, we can't have a guy like that. I know you're a leader, but you're part of the Romo era. And this is a new, this is a new offense here that Dak finally this year, and I and I blame, and I don't blame. I I hate to use the word blame. I I, I give all the thanks to Kellen Moore for this. He spread this thing out, and he's making he's making a lot of passes right now with Prescott that aren't just five yard passes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you can see where Kellen Moore came from. You know, he came from Boise State, who at the time when he was there, they were putting up 75, you know, 70 to 80 points a game on people. So that's where you see that creativity. I don't know if they need Des Bryant back. I don't I, think so they, either. I think so, they're okay. So Des sees a, a revitalization with uh, Jason Witten, right, who has yet another touchdown <laughs> in week two. Right. Why he's still out there on a fantasy and, wire, and, I have no and, idea. And by the way, he was wide open. On another one, yeah. On another one, too. But so let's uh, hypothetically, you bring back Des. That means you got to clear a roster spot. One of the receivers is fine. Okay, let's say you can do that easy. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a Smith. Maybe it's a Cedric Wilson, I think, on here on the depth chart that's, that's way down there. But then if he's out there, he's, he's, not to be bad about this, but he's a prima donna wide receiver. We know that. We know he is what he is. You're not going to change a tiger stripes. If he he's gets... not the Jason Witten that comes back and I'll block. I'll you know from that was Witten's career. If Witten's he career gets... was a team guy. You're right. And if he gets like 28 yards for the day passing, we're going to sit around all day on our next podcast show, and we're going to say. Why couldn't we get the ball to Dez? Why couldn't we get the ball to Dez? It's not important to get the ball to Dez. How's that sound, folks? I mean, it's a, the times have changed now. We don't have to get the ball to you, Dez. We, we, it's not the same old cowboy system. Right, Peyton? Yeah, I mean, you can I, spread I mean, the wealth around. Yeah, I mean, this is not – and that's what I'd like to see with this cowboy team – I got three receivers right now. Oh, I'm sorry, Gallup went down. But guess what? I got a Smith guy that just hopped in out of Ohio State that's playing out of his ass, and he made a beautiful pass, and uh, Dak did, and landed right there in the basket to him. I mean, that 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 was beautiful. And I got I got Smith out there now. I got my uh, uh, what, uh my Green Bay Packer receiver uh, Cobb. Cobb out there. I got uh, I got I got our other guy out there from uh, Amari Cooper. I mean, this is a good team. This is a good team where I'm not relying on one receiver like I have in the past and one tight end. Now I got three receivers, and if all three are covered, then I'm hitting the big white guy in the middle for five <laughs> six yards, and he's gonna make things happen too. Boom. I like it. And I like that Dak runs a 42-yard read option. I mean, that's something we're not even talking about. You're not talking about all these things, all these weapons we have. You don't need that more weapons. That offensive line looks good, too, boy. You need to stay healthy, keep checking the boxes, keep thinking that your next game is the most important game. This is our Super Bowl. 
every game. Yep. And we're going to go out there. We're not going to take any opponent lightly. We're not going to scoreboard watch because right now we're in control of our own destiny. We don't have to scoreboard watch. All we have to do is take care of our business. Keep it is set up. Just like win, Al baby. Said, win, baby, win. Just win, baby. That's all you have to do. Stay healthy. Handle your business. Don't go looking at child porn. Don't go child racing. Porn? Who, the who fuck just got to look at child somebody porn? just got busted in uh, baseball? For Shortstop that. for the Pirates. Shortstop for the yeah. Pirates. Don't Jesus go Christ. racing cars. Don't go uh, Antonio Browning it on your trainer's back. Don't get into any trouble. Focus on football. Don't take a boat trip to Cabo and party on your bye week. Don't do any of that crap. I tell you what, though, Beckham looked good. He did look good last night. He did Jesus look good. Christ. We're in a $2 million watch. Jesus Christ. He went from man. a $500,000 watch last week to a $2 million watch this week. How do you so, find a $2 million watch? I guess whenever you're the best wide receiver in the NFL, you can. I guess so. I, <laughs> I guess hope so. he didn't buy it because that's not a good investment. No. What? No, no, you're wrong there. Watches are a good that good investment. I, I I kid you not. If you have a a two million dollar watch and you hang on to a two million dollar, I guarantee you that will be worth four or five million in the next five six hey, years. That's bro. the way I look <laughs> at bro, it. Bro, here's the deal. I was up on the streets in New York, and all these guys. Hey, you want a watch? You want sunglasses? That's go, not hey, the same as a two million dollar watch. I know, but let me let me make my point. Hey. Hey, you want to watch? What do you like? Rolex? You like Breitling? What do you oh, like? Oh, he's got them, huh? And you know what I said? I go, hey, kid, it's 2019. Look what I'm wearing. You're wearing an Apple. An Apple watch. That's <laughs> now. That's one. the future. I too, I'm not reading time anymore. What about, what about you, Peyton? You got one, too? Yeah, I got the Fitbit, actually. I'm not wearing a day just Rolex. That's what I'm not doing because guess what? This thing will answer the phone. It'll tell me what the date is. It'll tell me what the weather is. I got you. Hey, fans, uh, you know what? We're so appreciative of you guys out there. We're appreciative of you guys getting on our site on Facebook at uh, uh, Cowboys Podcast, and you guys have been really outstanding. Hey, Doc Williams out there putting all the posts out. You know what? Great job. Great job out there. You're doing a great job. And fans, 18,000 of you out there uh, chiming in. We love you guys out there on the Cowboys podcast on Facebook. Keep it coming. We we need more of you out there. We're going to put our shows out every week. Peyton, you're going to be uh, coming on the show again. Yeah, I'll absolutely I love it. I love it. The guy's great. He is great. You've got to trust me. (laughs) Well, my problem was you said I got these four, five, six guys coming on, and I'm like, I'm worried. That's all I'm saying. There's there's a rule. You can't text an hour before you want studio time and go, hey, (laughs) let's do a show in the next 20 minutes. It doesn't work like that. Text. On all right, Sunday all right. after I the got game, you, smart to ass. the I whole got group, you. I got, I love you, I love you. You know that, and uh, I bring experts in, right? And uh, we love all you guys out there for listening and being loyal fans of the show. Hey, this show here is all about the Cowboy fan base. All right, you got other shows that are all about the Dallas Cowboys and the Dallas Cowboys organization and how that runs and all that. Not us. We are what you are out there in your living room, in your kitchen, 
in your dining room just uh, saying, hey, you know, what's going on with the Cowboys? We we hopefully got the right answer for and you. And here's the feedback, the most important feedback I get from our fans out there listening. Yeah, tell Is me. there sometimes I sit and I'm listening to your podcast and I think you guys – are the biggest morons around. And there's other times that I'm arguing with my radio because of what you said. And there's other times I'm agreeing with you and high-fiving myself as I drive back and forth to work. Well, I because, hope we hit two out of three. Well, there. here's the deal. The bottom line is this is a fan's podcast. If you want to know what the ligament strain is on XYZ player and what they're we, running we in don't practice. Know. Yeah, we don't know that. Go listen to another show. If yeah. you want to hear a couple of mooches up here in the middle of uh, the country talk Cowboy fan football, CowboyPodcast.com. Yeah, we're, we're, we're in the same mind frame as you guys, uh, my friends. And uh, tune in next time. We'll, hopefully this Thursday or Friday we'll have a show. If not, you know what? We know what's covered this week. We got Miami. I think we got, we're got. we going to kick Miami's ass. I don't think we need to break down Miami. Give me a score. Does my, did Peyton, Miami score you the go first? first. You're, you're, you're our newcomer here. Give us a score well, on Miami game. What was the score of the first Miami game? No they pressure get here, Peyton. Give uh, us a score. I don't know score. the first one, but I know this week was 43-0. They I'll got go blanked. 49-6. He's got 49-6. to six. Wow. What about you? 31-17. Son of a bitch. You got that much scoring going on? Uh, you know, it's the over. Listen. The over-under is 46 right. or 45. You want my what do you score think they're going to – I would actually bet the under, but I'm going to say 31-17. I'm 30. going 32-0. to zero. There's no way. Why? No, no way you blank them again. Then why the hell not? I don't know. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my score. Points. Give them six give points. Him, give them six points. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll give them three points. Here's I'll give 32 them, to 3 is what I'm giving. I'll even go 13. I don't think they're going to score more than 13. I think they kick a field goal. Think they kick another field goal? They get way behind. They got to go for so it late on a fourth down. They they get a touchdown. There's thirteen. Yeah, so right. I'll hedge four off of mine. I'll go thirty-one thirteen. Okay, so you're saying they're not going to cover the spread then? Twenty-one. No. All right. Well, I I'm, I I'm going to take the under and I'm going to lay the points. All right, that's your opinion here. Uh, my friends, go to lineup media. Give the points. Dot FM here, and uh, we got really great shows out there. Kick back and enjoy. And again. Hit a big like on Cowboys Podcast on Facebook. You'll see all our shows there. Just click on the picture, click on the show, and enjoy a great show. That's all we got for you guys this week. Uh, I don't think we'll have one again till next week. I, I think uh, this Miami game, uh, I, I, I don't think it, we need a rocket scientist to figure this one out. I think the Cowboys win, and Cowboys win decisively. That's what, and Peyton, I want you to be a part of the show here. Sounds good. I will be. All right. Thank and uh, Steve-O, thank you for uh, being a part of it, my friend. And uh, Cowboy fans, kick back and enjoy. Get a beach ball out for this Sunday and just kick back and uh, relax. I think it's not a big, bad uh, game like we think it is. And uh, we're, we're going to kick some ass. That's what I'm thinking. So from uh, John o, Steve-O, Peyton, we are out of here. You take care, my friends. Big win coming up. Go, boys. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.